0: Once you become really passionate about something, it gives us the influence over others. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, we, it's, it's very easy to become inspired by somebody who is passionate.
1: Hey, podcast listener, you're about to discover insider tips, tricks, and secrets to making more sales and converting more prospects into customers with email marketing. For more information about the Email Marketing Podcast or Autoresponder Guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast. It's John McIntyre here, the autorespondent guy. I'm here with Leon J. Now, uh, Leon was on the podcast in episode 38 uh, when we talked about how to generate seven figures in seven days. He does a ton of email marketing, a ton of just marketing and business in general. I uh, first met him in Thailand where he had a coffee shop there as a side business, just as somewhere cool to hang out. But I just uh, found out that he's since sold that and moved to... Uh, new Zealand. So he's traveling around, and he's just written a new book, which is what I wanted to get him on the show for. It's called Create, Automate, Accelerate, and uh, it dives into uh, you know a concept that I find very, I'm finding very interesting in my own life right now, which is this idea that business isn't just here to make some money and have a nice lifestyle, but to actually put some purpose behind it. Uh, and so it's uh, you know I like what this book's about. I like what Leon's about, and today uh, I thought we'd have a chat about some of these concepts and how you can get some more. Just like the, the tough thing, which I think we're we'll getting into today, is that the, this whole world is, um, you know, with meaning and purpose, it can get a bit cloudy and a bit woo-woo sometimes. So we're trying to avoid that today. Focus on the degree of what you can do. <laughs> so anyway, Leon, how you doing, man?
0: I'm good. Um, yeah, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's there's a lot of woo-woo stuff, particularly when people start talking about passion in, in relation to business. Um, you know, it's one of those topics that I think uh, often has a lot of fluff and no real kind of, um, getting down to it and, and, and some practical how to.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just this whole thing. Is it, is it like a whole business niche or business industry focused on teaching people how to live their purpose? And, and, um, I think it rubs a lot. I mean, I think a lot of people get value out of it, but it, I know it rubs a lot of people the wrong way at the same time. <laughs> so.
0: It does. It does. And, and for good reason. Um, You know, it's one of those things that frustrate the hell out of me, to be honest. And coming from a personal development world and a business world, um, both are full of heaps of BS. I mean, let's just put it bluntly and call it for what it is. Um, And then there's a lot of other stuff which is well-meaning and well-intentioned, but really just leads people down the wrong path or gets them frustrated. Um, sort of almost does more harm than good so hopefully we'll try and avoid that hopefully we'll try and <laughs> actually find a concept here that people can find useful and practical in a meaningful way
1: cool cool okay well if people want to probably get the the full background on what you do we can, I can refer them to the uh to the last podcast and that'll maybe today we today you just focus on this book but can you g- give me like what you know just a couple things a couple hard-hitting social proof things so pe- anyone listening who hasn't heard of you knows that uh, you really know what you're talking about and then we can get into the book
0: um, okay, so I guess the general rundown is that I used to be director of marketing for Mark Joyner, which was uh, one of, you know, a big seven-figure international online business. Uh, I was an affiliate manager for another seven-figure um, online business. We raised $1.4 million in revenue through one of the projects that I was a co-founder of. Um, I've founded Fusion HQ and am now CEO of Fusion HQ, uh, online platform for internet marketers. We've run our own um, event, internet marketing events. We run a series of five of those out in Thailand. Like you say, we started up a co-work space for internet entrepreneurs and um, I've spoken on stages around the world and this will be my third book on the topic of business.
1: Awesome. Cool. Okay. I like it. So let's get into that then. Tell me about this book. What's the uh, What inspired you to write this book?
0: So basically, my concept is that many people are coming to the world of online marketing, business ownership, et cetera, et cetera, with the belief that it's going to make them a a whole heap of money. And while that's entirely possible, I think that it's perhaps the wrong way of approaching it. And ultimately, the successful business owners that I find, um, those that are really getting more out of life other than just simply turning a profit, are those that approach business as an artist And I often see or the way that I see an entrepreneur is an artist with business as his or her canvas. You know, they're the ones that will put their soul into it, that they'll spend their last dollar on it, that they'll not worry about the nine to five or they're not worrying about trying to free up more time or um, make more money. But they want to see a project come to fruition and they want to create something. And I think that is a much more healthy approach to starting because, let's be honest, in, in almost any business, there's going to be a lot of struggles. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs. And a lot of people fail in business simply because they don't have the stamina to survive, the, uh, the, the challenges that creating a business provides. And, I mean, you see this time and time again with any uh, biography of any successful business owner, especially, you know, go check out the the stories of people like Elon Musk and Richard Branson, who are often held as huge inspirations within almost any entrepreneurial community. And you'll hear them tell you again and again, it wasn't easy in the early days, it was a real struggle. And even now they face many big challenges. So uh, and in again, in these cases, these guys, they're not you know, they could have retired years ago and yet they still carry on doing what they do. So it's obviously not to free up more time. It's obviously not to make more money because... You know they could just stop what they're doing and have far more time and and they've got uh, you know another, every dollar they make now doesn't really make a difference on their lifestyle um so I think it's really important to look at those who've really succeeded and find out well what what does that mean to their life and what was it that they did to actually get there
1: hmm. It's interesting you mentioned uh, Elon Musk I just read his well it's about a month or two ago, everybody's biography that was you yes, know, so you, me he, too. Excellent. yeah that was amazing and it was it was interesting seeing cause, you know everyone glorifies the guy because of his work ethic and you know he's got three you know 3 billion dollar companies that he's running right now and he's built um, four or five billion dollar companies total so he's a very a very successful guy um, but in yes. the book you start to see a bit of the you know the weakness side of him as well which is we probably don't have time to go into here but it's interesting like probably in the same I was probably very interested in it for the same reasons you are is thinking how do like these guys who do these incredible things and work these incredible hours they're obviously driven by, like, they're not just doing it to do it. That doesn't really make sense. So they're obviously driven no. by something. So it's like, how does, I think it's a really interesting question. How do you actually find the same kind of purpose that they have?
0: Well, I mean, it's interesting with Elon, right? Because Elon has, let's say, take his two well, three primary companies. Solar City, obviously, looking at eco-friendly power. Um, Tesla, looking at eco-friendly transport. And uh, SpaceX, which is a backup plan if, and in, in basically in his mind, it's a backup plan that if all else fails, if his other companies and and other entrepreneurs don't do enough to save the planet, then there's an escape route to Mars. And I mean, for many of us, we might find that completely outrageous. But this is not a stupid guy, um, you know, by any any means. But he's so passionate about that belief that he's gone to all of this extent to to build these companies now i don't believe that the majority of us are likely to ever tap into such insane levels of determination and uh, focus as as elon i mean he is definitely out there as as one of the 0.001 percent <laughs> but um but that said uh, i think he he does represent something that we should all consider and that is to try and tap into something more meaningful and so this is why i came up you know i, I as you know, I spent a lot of time talking to entrepreneurs who would come to me and ask me the question, how do I make money? And that would frustrate me because I'd say, well, that's the wrong question. It's not that you don't want to make money. I'm not suggesting that that's not an important thing to do. It absolutely is. But it's the wrong question. And a lot of people would get frustrated with me because I couldn't tell them, well, what was the right question? And i've you know it'd frustrate me too, so I was out for a motorbike ride one time up in northern Thailand, and I just suddenly had this flash of inspiration about this these five ps of priority, and I realized that there are actually five things we need to consider when building a business, and if we get them in the correct order, they naturally flow. If we start um in the wrong sequence, then we could end up giving ourselves poor quality answers and ultimately uh, poor quality results okay. so the The first p, um, is, uh, the first priority is to determine what is our purpose, and you know I think a lot of us are annoyed by many things in this world. A lot of us are very concerned about many things in this world. There are so many issues facing society today, whether it be um, abuse in in various communities, whether it be pollution, whether it be global warming, whether it be war, um, financial crisis issues, I mean, you know, disease and sickness, poverty, the list goes on. And for for almost all of us, there has to be one of those things that, or more than one, but Something that we feel quite passionate about, something that's probably touched our lives in some way, whether it be something we've seen while we're traveling or something that we've experienced um, at home. But it's once we, once we realize what it is that we want to change in the world, then it's becoming passionate about that. And I find that that's the second P is passion. Passion comes out of purpose. A lot of people talk about building a business of passion, um, and I think that the problem with that concept is that it's a misunderstanding of the term passion. Passion comes from the word suffering, not hmm. joy. Give me right? give me a background on that. What, you
1: mean from the Greek? Just going back to the Greek or something like that?
0: Right. So so basically the the idea, and you, you know, if you look at the Passion of Christ as a movie, right, it was about his suffering. Um, that was coming from the true root word of passion, and it's not to say that it's all suffering and if we if we talk about passionate lovers often we consider the passionate lovers not just to be um you know a hot embrace but also to be hot and fiery in their arguments um and you know see so we see that whenever passion is involved it's intense emotion it's not just joy it's not just pleasure um it's much more than that and if we look at a sports analogy here, but let's say you're going for uh, Olympic gold. Now you've got to be, you've got a serious purpose, right? You've you've now defined your purpose, I want Olympic gold. Mm. And it may be not the most altruistic purpose, but it is a strong defined purpose and very, very clearly marked. Now, once you become committed to that purpose, you can become so passionate that you will do whatever it takes to achieve that goal. Well that's not all pleasure right it's the if if you're not passionate about your sport you will never attain olympic gold but likewise if you don't bleed suffer and 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 put your entire heart and soul into it you will never attain it either and and so i think that that's the important point to remember here is that when you have a big enough purpose you will become so passionate that you will do whatever it takes that means yes You can enjoy many of the days. It's not that every day is painful and suffering, but at the same time, you recognize that there will be ups and downs, and it will give you the strength and the emotion and the resolve and the determination to continue through the down periods. Now, uh, I think that that's extremely important, uh, particularly when you're building any form of sizable business. Now, the next part is that this leads nicely on because once you become really passionate about something, it gives us the influence over others. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, we, it's, it's very easy to become inspired by somebody who is passionate. And that leads us on to the third P of priority, and that's people. Because ultimately, I'm not a big believer in the solopreneur world. I think that if you become a, uh, a freelancer or a solopreneur, there's a huge danger in that and in that you are your weakest link in your business. If anything should ever happen to you, um, then ultimately the likelihood is that you're going to see your profits disappear very, very fast. And ultimately that business isn't going to out-survive you. Not just that, I think it's a lot more fun when you work with other people that are also passionate and committed about attaining a certain and specific purpose together. So we might have multiple different skill sets so that, I mean, you know, within my business, I have guys that work for me doing the jobs that I don't like. But that doesn't mean that they're jobs that they don't like. They're jobs that they do. And I do the things that they don't like. And together, we're able to enjoy our workday much, much more because we're doing the type of activities that we enjoy. Um, But also, we're committed to the same common goal. We're driven and directed by the same purpose. So, you know, you can have a group of people that won't necessarily attain much. But if you have a group of people that are driven by the same goal, the same vision, they can all become passionate together and they're likely to achieve far, far more. And enjoy doing so on on an average level, on day to day basis um, as a result of that. Now, I think you know once we've once we've identified our purpose, we've identified uh, the you know connected to that passion. We've built a team of people, or we've started at least to build that team of people. You know, I think all of these things are an ongoing process. It's not like you have to have everything black and white from day one. Um, they're all organic and evolving over time. Um, But then we're able to move to the fourth P, which, as I mentioned, is place. So, you know, place is going to be uh, the ideal place is going to be specific to each individual business. And, you know, that may be determined by the purpose. I mean, if you've got a specific purpose and your business is delivering on a specific intention, you may have to be in a specific location to achieve that. It may be determined by the people. Um, you know if we look at, for example, when Google started out, they were in a place where they were surrounded by investors that could believe and fund projects. Uh, they were surrounded by people of extremely high talent and they required both of those to make their businesses success. So in their situation, their location suited them absolutely perfectly mm. and then finally, finally, we can move on to the fifth p, which is profit that 's how to monetize that business how do we fund those people how do we fund the creation and delivery of that product or service that ultimately meets the needs to to deliver on that initial purpose and again i mean if we look back at google there's a prime example of this when google started out they had the intention to make the world's information available to everybody make the world's uh, information accessible and useful they were very passionate about that. They became very committed. They were also very passionate technologists. You know, they were very passionate programmers and involved heavily in technology and the development of technology. And it was their passion towards their initial uh, the purpose to, to make that information available to the world and their passion around the technology that they were involved with that ultimately inspired, was en- able them to inspire the investors around them that that coughed up twenty three million dollars before they'd even figured out a profit model. <laughs> you know, I mean when, when when Google started their initial idea was, well perhaps we'll sell this technology to Yahoo. Mm. Well I mean if they if they were built if they were focused purely on the way that they were going to monetize their business model, they would have failed miserably, right? Because that didn't happen. They tried to sell it to Yahoo. Yahoo didn't want it. Um, So luckily, they weren't invested in a specific business model in terms of the way they were going to monetize the business. They were invested heavily into the purpose. Um, and they were very passionate about that purpose and they had built a very solid team up around them and they were located in a very good place. And then ultimately out of that, they then were able to identify multiple different methods for monetizing their business. And of course, you know, they became the world's largest advertising network. Um, they've, they've gone on to deliver multiple products and services. They've even deliver, uh, sell physical hardware in, in terms of their Nexus range. So you you know you can sell data, you can license agreements. I mean, there's so many different ways to to generate revenue, and I find that everybody's running around asking this question: What's the best way to make money? They're not asking, well, how can I monetize a way that I can make my life more meaningful or create a more meaningful business?
1: Hmm. Okay, one question I had to we had to jump back a little bit it was go back to the purpose because a lot of people think that I know a lot of young people struggle with this. Yeah, I've certainly struggled with this. I think a lot of people that I speak to struggle with this idea of, you know, go out there and figure out what your passion is and figure out what your purpose is. And it's almost like there's this belief that maybe comes from, you know, pop culture and movies and music and all of that that, you know, our purpose is something outside of us that someone's going to bestow upon us as opposed to something that we just (laughs) decide is uh, really important. Like, you know, it's a conscious choice. So how do you… I mean, how you know? What's your advice to people who you know who are trying to do that? Like, I just don't know what my purpose is. I, I you know, I'd, I'd love to be passionate about something, but I just yes. haven't figured out what my purpose is.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I get that, and um, you know, I'm not suggesting it's necessarily a magic wand, but I think there are some steps that people can do uh, or take to to figure that out. Um, the first thing to point out is just to. to Clarify the difference between passion and purpose. I mean, passion is the emotion that comes out of purpose. So you don't need to find your passion. I think passion finds you. Um, And I think that's perhaps the biggest mistake that a lot of people are making in the personal development world is that they're trying to figure out what they're passionate about. So they're going out there and trying to figure out what do I enjoy doing? And that's going to lead you to the wrong answers. That's going to lead you to try and start a bakery when, you know, because you love cooking. Um, And, you know, a, a bakery is yes, there's cooking involved, but it's a business. And so a lot of bakers who enjoy baking suddenly hate their business now because they try to follow their passion. And I think there's a danger in that. Um, Whereas if we find a purpose, if we say, let's say, for example, stick with the baking analogy, but we become really passionate about um, the importance of eating organics and um, in particular, say, for example, organic bread, and if we go, okay, well, how do we deliver? How do we supply organic bread to our community? And you become passionate about that. Um, I mean, that that's uh, a different story. That takes you on a different path. And I think for many people, finding a purpose, I mean, there's many different purposes in this world. Some small, maybe seemingly small, some much larger. I mean, perhaps if you're a golfer, and your mission is to try and improve the swing. And it's all about, uh, you know, the, the purpose is to become, to design a better golf club. And you just become super crazy passionate about designing a better golf club. Ultimately, you're going to enrich the lives of, you know, many golfers because they become so obsessed about these little details. Um, other people like Elon Musk take an absolute much better you know, huge view on the world and try to address and tackle head on the really big issues that are facing society. Now, I don't think there's necessarily a right or a wrong. I think we should all take a step back and look and just say, well, how is my business really improving the world? How is it making society or the environment a better place? Um, or how what would I like to change in this world to make it a better place? And I think that for almost everybody I speak to, If you ask them long enough and you dig deep enough, they do have things they care about. There are things that annoy them in this world or that they would like to see improved in this world. The problem is that they're just too afraid to follow that. They don't have enough confidence in themselves that they could possibly create a business around that. Um, And I think that's a shame. And I'm not sure whether there's necessarily a simple answer to that. But I would suggest that if you are struggling with this, then perhaps take a step back and just ask yourself, is it simply because I'm too afraid that I may fail, that I'm not good enough, that I i can't contribute enough to this particular cause or this particular um, issue in society? Um, and I, I think that's probably the, you know, what stops more people from following that path. The fear that, well, you know, I'm not going to have enough money if I focus on this. Because they they keep going back and keep getting stuck on this issue around well how am I going to finance it? how am I going to fund it?" And they keep going down to that last question before they've identified the other four questions, and I can set, tell you, you know once you've got those first four questions aligned, then you can start answering the fifth question far, far easier, but everybody gets stuck on the fifth and go, "Well, how am I going to fund it? how am I going to fund myself? How am I going to fund this? I'm not going to be good enough, I can't do all of those things They haven't got the you know they haven't identified the team yet. Um, and so I think it's it's important to remember we don't need to have all of the answers before we start, mm. but uh, really identify just in your own life what is important to you, what do you really want to change, um, what, what, and then just focus on it and start asking the questions like, well, if I could change it, how would that look like, What could what could possibly make a difference in this world? What would be the solution for this problem? OK, and then you can start becoming tapping into that, that passion and start talking to other people, start attracting other people. It's not something that happens in in five minutes. Mm. Um, but uh, I think it's uh, an important um, stepping stone, and my fear is that a lot of people have this belief that it's a case of um, you know, well, when this happens, then I'll do this. And they go around kidding themselves, saying, well, you know, once my business is successful, then I will tackle these kind of issues. Yeah. And, you know, the the problem is that often they end up creating this income. They create this financial stability, but then they become trapped by it because they become dependent upon that cash flow and they become scared to let that cash flow go. And now, because they haven't systematized or automated their business in, in the correct way, then they're now limited uh, in time and uh, you know time slips, them, slips by and they don't really achieve what they intended to or set out to achieve.
1: Yeah, I like it. Very cool, very cool. Uh, we're coming right up on time here. So if people want to go and get the book… Uh, and they want to read more about this process what's the how do they do that
0: well I mean you can either go to createautomateaccelerate.com and check it out or just go direct to Amazon and you know pick it up on Amazon okay. available in, in print or Kindle
1: cool cool. I'll have links to both uh, createautomateaccelerate.com and the Amazon book in the show notes at com.
0: Leon thanks for coming on the show man always a pleasure John um, good to speak to you again and uh, I just you know wish everybody the best out there and encourage them to, to take some proactive action and not to be afraid of creating some real change in their lives and the lives of others.
1: Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you wanna discover more insider tips, tricks, and secrets about driving sales with email marketing, sign up for daily email tips from the autoresponder guy. Go to dropdeadcopy.com slash podcast, sign up, confirm your email address, and I'll send you daily emails on how to improve your email marketing and make more sales via email. You'll find out why open rates don't matter, and the seven-letter word that underlies all effective marketing, and much more.